Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. So shortly after the election, there's a serious threat that a lot of small business owners are facing that nobody's really talking about. And that threat is a tax hike related to our unemployment insurance problem. Today, I'm joined by Senior Director of Budget and Tax Analysis, Adam Schuster. And he's going to be talking to us about what this threat is, why it matters so much, and what we can do to help protect small business owners from more pain. So Adam, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right. So I sort of laid this out here, but essentially when Governor Pritzker rolled out his budget proposal a few weeks ago, he's promising about a billion dollars worth of tax relief Mm -hmm. across a few different areas, gas taxes, property taxes, um, et cetera. And so on the one hand, he's promising to help curb the pain. Mm -hmm. But what is he not talking about that's directly related to small business? Sure. So he's first of all, he's not talking about the fact that that's temporary and doesn't even undo the tax hikes he's put in place. But he's also not talking about this roughly billion dollar tax hike looming for businesses if we don't deal with the shortfall in the unemployment insurance trust fund. Uh, So basically, uh, whenever there's a recession, whenever there's lots of joblessness, the unemployment funds tend to run out of money or close to run out of money. This was a huge, huge hit to employers. We shuttered a lot of businesses. And we had uh, more weekly unemployment than we did even during the Great Recession over a much shorter period of time. So uh, the state of Illinois had to pay out about $35 billion in unemployment benefits during the pandemic, which uh, depleted the entire trust fund or the amount of money that we have saved uh, to pay for that purpose. And we now have about a $4.5 billion loan to the federal government. So you combine that $1.8 billion we had pre-pandemic with the $4.5 billion we owe the feds, it's about a $6.3, $6.4 billion hole. So what's the plan to fix this? There's usually only two options for refilling unemployment insurance trust funds. You can hike taxes on businesses, increase the payroll tax, or you can cut unemployment benefits. Usually they they end up doing a little bit of both. Um, In this instance, we have a very unique recession, right? A lot of the joblessness was directly caused by the government saying, you can't go to work, right? The business isn't allowed to be open. Um, And so we had all this aid come from the federal government. And and perhaps the least controversial form of aid um, is to to use it to refill unemployment. So um, of the about $8.1 billion we got from the federal government under the American Rescue Plan, we still have about $4 billion left every single dollar of the remaining age should be used for the unemployment trust fund. So let's talk literally about what happens come November 10th, right? That's the deadline to to fix this. So what happens November 10th if Pritzker doesn't refill the unemployment fund? Yeah, so there's there's a couple of different ways the tax hikes could come, but the, the, the November 10th trigger is what happens if we don't repay the federal government. So that $4.5 billion that Illinois owes to the federal government um, is a loan. And if we don't repay them on time, there start to be penalties. Uh, in, addi- in addition to the interest penalties that it's accruing, which is about $60 million a year that taxpayers have to pay, there's also a threat of automatic increases in the federal unemployment insurance tax. And that goes up by uh, about three-tenths of a percentage point per year for each year um, that it's late. And that, to, to be clear, that's raising the tax on businesses, but none of that money actually goes towards fixing the problem. It doesn't go towards filling this gap. So that's purely a penalty that the state pays to the federal government for being late. 
And then the, the other threat from businesses is that at the state level, state unemployment insurance taxes will have to go up to refill that fund and to repay um, the federal government. So businesses could sort of get hit twice there. So when I looked at some of the, the numbers that you're putting together on this, you say that employers could see their payroll taxes double. Yeah. So um, currently or, or pre-pandemic, employers pay an effective tax rate of about 2.3% um, for unemployment taxes. That could roughly double to 4.6%. Uh, um, that comes out to about $300 more per employee that it would cost to, to hire somebody. So what does that do to small business owners? How does that affect their hiring decisions? It's already affecting their hiring decisions. So um, unemployment insurance essentially operates as a head tax, right? It's a per employee tax, more or less. It's just this is how much it costs you to hire somebody in payroll taxes. And if you make it more expensive to hire people, businesses hire fewer people. It's just very simple, basic supply and demand economics. Um, and businesses know that this tax hike is coming. So it's already impacting their hiring decisions. They know that when the payroll tax goes up, it's going to cost them more. So they're not filling jobs as fast as they otherwise would be. Um, you, you look at this and uh, the doubling of the unemployment insurance taxes could result in about 200,000 fewer jobs. That's almost as many as we're missing compared to our pre-pandemic level. So this is a, a huge impact and it could massively uh, hold back our recovery. Just culturally speaking, too, I'm thinking about my interactions when I go out and shop at a local store, or go to a local restaurant, and it's almost become commonplace to see these signs up in people's windows that say something like, uh, please be patient with us. We're running short on staff. You go to any restaurant. I, I One of my favorite places in my uh, local suburb is um, staffed by one waitress and she's dealing with 10 to 12 tables at a time. Uh, so I think you're right. I mean, I'm sure people are starting to notice this in their everyday lives too, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think that you you definitely, there's a, there's a lot going on in the economy right now. It's still very weird. There are, you know, still mitigations in place that are impacting business. You know, people aren't going back to their old jobs at the same rate. Some people are doing new, new self-employment, but this, this really will impact our ability to recover in the long term. And, you know, it's we're not learning from our past mistakes. So after the Great Recession, Illinois did hike payroll taxes to refill its unemployment insurance trust fund. We didn't have the aid sitting around last time, so we didn't have as many options. Um, but it massively uh, impacted our recovery. It meant that Illinois wasn't able to go grow jobs as fast as we otherwise would. Uh, it took about five years to repay the debt um, after the Great Recession to refill unemployment. Um, we're sitting on a golden goose, right? We've got like this perfect opportunity that you almost never get uh, that we could have used this money to, to solve this problem. And in fact, all of it should have been used for that problem, not all, all of all that was necessary. Uh, because Pritzker has already spent so much of it, he's already spent more than half of it. We don't have enough left to fully solve the problem, but we have enough to drastically mitigate how much tax increases are necessary. So you said something interesting, learning from our mistakes. And uh, another chart that I was looking at, um, it's not here, I'm sorry. I wanted to ask you about other states and their unemployment insurance fund issues. So a lot of other states, do not they're not finding themselves in this situation. So what have they done differently that we should have borrowed or, or could have learned from that is gonna help small businesses in other parts of the country avoid this pain? Well, 33 states have already used some of this aid 
for their unemployment insurance trust funds. So to refill balances, to pay down debt to the government, or to directly pay uh, unemployment benefits. And that's, again, it's the best use of this money. Um, this is a real hole that uh, directly impacts real people's lives on a day-to-day -day basis, and it's way more important than using it, you know, um, for politics, for for election spending, basically, right? Political spending that that helps you uh, win re-election. But I said 33 states um, have have already done it uh, in some form, and the Treasury Department explicitly gave a green light uh, to this use of funds. If we had done it. Earlier, so a year ago, if Pritzker had, as soon as he uh, got this money, about, about yeah, six months ago, as soon as he got this money, if he had used all of it um, for uh, unemployment insurance, we could have prevented businesses from ever having to worry about this tax hike to begin with, and hiring would have been stronger all along. All right. So wrapping up here, uh, what are your parting thoughts about um, not just the unemployment insurance issue, but budgeting going forward? Because you also alluded to this fact that. Pritzker's budget proposal does dangle this carrot of a billion dollars in tax relief, but to your point, it's temporary. Uh, in addition to spending this aid money wisely, what else would you like people to know about how Illinois should prioritize spending? Well, Illinois needs to reduce spending on its big ticket items, right? We spend way, way too much money on mainly pensions, right? More than a quarter of our budget goes to pensions, 25%. A uh, typical state spends 4 or 5% of its budget on pensions, about what Illinois used to spend um, in the 90s. And the reason we are either in a crisis every year or, you know, this year we're not because of the, because of the federal bailout, right? But um, it's short-term thinking. We're not, we're not looking to the long term. Uh, we're looking election cycle to election cycle practically uh, and, you know, using, using the money for obvious things that, that you know, um, people see that people feel that they vote based on, but those aren't necessarily uh, the, the things that that we need in the long run to make us healthy and to, and to protect people and to grow jobs and have a, a strong recovery. So the number one thing we need to do is pension reform. Um, but we also just need to, to think about spending the money that we have more wisely in reallocating funds. It's not always about just finding more money, right? Taxpayers are tapped out. So we need to find a way to spend the money we have more efficiently so we can actually ask them for less at the front end. All right, well, Adam, thanks for breaking this down for us and we'll see what happens come November 10th. Thanks. Appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute, and to sign up for our newsletter, visit IllinoisPolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.